Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tonight on the show, Zach, you're uh, well aware that I'm in the early stages of a new relationship. Uh, Dom, love is blossoming. I don't know if we're using love. Um, Like is blossoming. Like is in the air, as (laughs) the the famous song goes. Uh, But over the weekend, that uh, blossoming relationship has hit a major hitch entirely to do with this radio show. And you may be responsible. Okay, well, (laughs) I'm not going to apologise yet. (laughs) Look, I'll bring it up with you shortly, but before we do get into what's happened, I just want your commitment to me Mm. that your number one priority will be my love life and not the radio show. No, I won't say that. You know that I need money from this show to live, and that's where my priority lies. Okay. I don't care if you're lonely, <laughs> and I'm happy to say that on the radio. <laughs> oh, that quote's going down in a somewhere famous. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, right now, the big news of the day. It's been revealed how Adele is getting to centre stage at mm. her concerts across Australia. Yeah, so I saw her in Brisbane a few weeks ago. She just wrapped up in Sydney over the weekend. And uh, the thing you'll notice about her show, if you've seen any pictures or videos, it's like a massive stage in the centre of an arena and there's no kind of tunnels. There's no secret way to get to the stage. So what they're doing yes. is they're putting Adele in like a road case box, mm. basically a big, what does it look like? Like a big instrument box? Yeah. If you've ever seen those, like at gigs, the things they move the the equipment in, basically one of those boxes. And then they wheel her through the crowd. <laughs> yes. No one's any the wiser. Yeah. And then she just appears on stage. Yeah, I've got to say, I don't think that would, would have been the first choice of the way to, to approach the situation. Well, I, she's a superstar. Exactly. It's rare that you have to put one of the richest and most well-known women in the world in a box like that. I think that it brings up a really good opportunity for her crew to play a joke on it, don't you think? Because she goes in the box and then she just appears on stage. Exactly. Couldn't they just go, hey, Adele, time to get in the box, you know, we're in Melbourne, time to play a huge gig, and then, you know, wheel her out to an RSL? <laughs> And have of a course. Comment. <laughs> she has no idea what crowd she's going to pop up in front of, does she? She could pop up at a year four drama concert. She, she just doesn't know. The big talk, though, has been how small the box is oh. and how cramped she must be in there. Apparently, she has an iPad. But the thing is, nobody knows what's going in there mm. because nobody has seen inside the box. No, all we are hearing is, is word that this box gets wheeled through the crowd up to the stage and that she sits in there waiting to perform. That is until... Right now. What an exclusive. As an exclusive, Mm. we have Adele's travel box in the studio right now. It's right over there. Live on the radio, we're going to reveal what it's actually like inside Adele's box. Are you ready to jump in? Have you got the uh, the portable microphones? Yeah, yeah. Just grab these. My Um, cup, and there's just a hatch on the top, I think, and then just lower yourself in. Yeah, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, just watch your head, Dom. Jeez, it's quite roomy in here, isn't it? Oh, hey, look, it's Adele. Hi, I'm Adele. Hey, Adele, could you, like, show us around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's go through this door. Oh, whoa. This is the pool. You have a pool in here? Do you have a pool? No, I live in a very small apartment. There's a couple of spare bedrooms around there. This is my suite. Oh, yeah, the home cinema's a nice touch. What do you get, like, new releases on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would be uncomfortable in here at all, Adele. This box is quite large. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dom, I think we've run out of Adele audio to play in this sketch, so should we just pop out of the box? You think we've run our course here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that's fair enough. Well, uh, let's go to a song. Bye, Adele. No, wait. We couldn't find one of her saying goodbye. (laughs) Okay. We'll just pop out. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, you know I've recently started seeing somebody very early days, but things have been going really well so far. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And I think I speak on behalf of everyone listening. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. But it did hit a bit of a roadblock on the weekend mm. because I was chatting to the girl I've just started seeing when she revealed to me some of the worst news I could have heard that her mum has started listening to this radio show. Mm. Her mum has started... So we podcast the radio show and her mum has just started downloading the podcasts and listening through each of them. In what respect? Uh, I She wasn't clear on this. Yes. I'm not sure if it was because she enjoys a good light-hearted bit of entertainment. Yeah. I'm a little concerned if that's... I I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely mother. Yes. But that's not exactly who we're targeting with the show. (laughs) Well, no, but but my worry is that the version of me that I present on this radio show, some of the stuff I bring up, Mm. I don't think that's stuff that you want the mother of someone you're potentially going to date to know. 100% dumb. (laughs) But you haven't made anything up. It's all been true. No, but but things like I've told you before that in grade four, I ran the teddy bear club, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I've told you about my love of milk. We do a segment every week where you read through my Google history. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks ago, I Googled what do cool guys wear? Mm -hmm. Now, these are the sorts of things that when you're trying to impress the mother of somebody you want to date, these are not good things for them to know. I know previously you have bragged to me about how well you get along with your partner's parents in every relationship you've ever been in. Often much better than the partner. Yes. Yeah, I, and that I, was the issue a lot of the time. <laughs> I've got a great rapport with the parents. I'm, I'm known for that. So are you thinking that this has got off on the wrong foot? Or... Well, see, so how long have you been married now, Zach? Mm, five years. Five years? Okay. Had to think about it. <laughs> five years. I reckon that the this girl's mum would know more intimate and humiliating things about me than your mother-in-law would know about you after all these years. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. I reveal You're very open. I reveal a lot on this show. So I've been thinking about this. What do I need to do to fix this situation? If things are going to work with this girl, I think that I need to have an image change on the show. Can I ask an important detail? Yes. Have you met um, her, this mother before? Briefly on the weekend. Okay. It was the first time I met her. Okay. Um, so... I think I need an image change. Now, I've gone away and prepared this. I hope you'll be happy to play along. I've put up a list of approved topics of conversation. Mm -hmm. Pass them over. On the radio show. So no longer do I want us discussing my love of plain milk. No longer am I happy for us to go into into these embarrassing things. You've got a list there of things I'm happy for you to talk about now on the show. Okay. I have been handed a piece of paper. The title (laughs) is Approved Topics of Conversation. Yep. Uh, the first one is Dom's charity work, in brackets, embellish as required. You don't have to read the embellish as required bit out. But oh, yep. sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you want to talk about how, how giving I am. Uh, the next one is a list of ways I've inspired you. Yep. Be a short list. <laughs> um, why mothers would love me. Yeah. Why, why do you think mothers would love me, Zach? Hmm. <laughs> Anything coming to mind? I'm, um, I'm not picky. No. We'll skip that one. <laughs> My new exercise... <laughs> Regime yes. and how I love staying in shape. Yeah. Leave out the specifics. Oh, you mean leave out the part where <laughs> you only do 10 push ups a night every third day <laughs> and you think that that's going to make you fit? You're really not helping me out here. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is help you present an image of me that is more impressive. Come on, Zach. I think what you need to do is just. Well, here's a question. Yes. Does your girlfriend lis- listen to the show, the uh, podcast? Occasionally. Less than her mum, which is interesting, but occasionally. They might just like it. Have you thought of that? Uh, it, look, it's possible they'll like it, Zach, but I just, I don't know. These are the sorts of things that I would, I'm happy for the, like her to know ultimately who I really am, but just not this early. What we should do is you should just put out some audio on the radio. Yes. And just a little snippet that we can use. We'll put it into the podcast that she can listen to. Yeah. And that maybe will like really clear the air. Okay. Just like if you just if you just record something that's like really positive towards mother in laws. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, do you know anything about her? What oh, she likes? I can bring out my gear about how much I love mothers and mother in laws. Yeah. So that's let's great. just pretend that we're starting again. Yeah. That this is from the start. From the start. She's okay. just <clears throat> tuning in. Should I do a like are we coming off the song again? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> 
Collective Noun Late Nights, right across the hit network. Um, Zach, have I told you how much I love mothers? You do. You tell me all the time (laughs) that uh, your partner has a great mum. Yes. Um, You love telling me details about how loving she is, how a great mum she is to the family. I don't think it would be going too far to say the best mother on the planet, bar my own, of course. Of course. But, But of course, it's setting a high bar. And I think what you're saying to me is that you're really looking forward to spending a lot of time with the family, oh. investing in the family. <laughs> Can't wait. And bringing them in on your charity work. Do you think I'm in the clear on that, by the way? Yeah, that cleared it up. Perfect. Can't do that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Adele spoke about interacting with non-famous people. It makes me uncomfortable and I'm just, I don't, but like, not, not, not like, oh God, no, it's more of like, what? Like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm getting better at it, though. Also, Justin Bieber really doesn't like our show. Uh, I remember hearing it the first time on the radio, and I teared up a little bit. I've been tearing up a lot lately. And Donald Trump spoke about vacuum cleaners. Oh, they suck it up. They're so good. They're not good at politics, but they're really good at sucking up. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, it's time for the pet name game. The way this works, 131060, give us a call. Tell us the name of your pet from the name mm. we think we can guess what animal it is. Uh, Cassie in Gosford is our first contestant. Cassie, give us your pet's name. Uh, Braxton. Braxton. Instant. My instant gut is a dog. Really? Why? Yeah. Why, why does Braxton say dog uh, to the you? The X. The that X. That type of sound yeah. feels... Do you know why? Boxer. That's true. Braxton. It feels they pretty kind close. Of, they feel the same. Okay, so can you give me a here, Braxton? Here, Braxton. Here, boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Braxton's a dog, isn't it? Cassie, is Braxton a dog? <laughs> No, Braxton is actually a cat. Oh, jeez. We went in so confident there to begin with, and we've lost it on the first one. Uh, I can also see it as a cat, though, so good call. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, you're our second contestant. Give us your pet's name. Hello, Hello, Ryan. Hello. Your pet's name? Yeah, Tilly. Tilly. Okay, I have known a Tilly dog before. It was a Chihuahua. Mm. Uh, and it was quite a fitting name as well. Ryan, can we ask why it has the name Tilly? Um, oh, well, it was a rescue animal. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly gave it away there, Ryan. You nearly okay, did. Rescue and, uh, animal. did, it, did yeah. Was it called Tilly so, when you got it? Tiller. Tiller. Okay, and it had that name when you got the, the animal? Yes. Okay. I think a tiller, right, is mm. like a digging instrument, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's like some sort of spade. <laughs> you can tell that you're, yeah, there are too many in here who have not done work so in I'm their wondering life. if it's like a farm animal. Mm. I don't know. Goat? Goat's not bad. Or like, do you get rescue goats? Mm, yeah, <laughs> true. One. Tilly the goat, I reckon. Uh, okay, Ryan, is it a goat? Nah. nah <laughs> what is it? A dog. Of course it's a dog. Well, I guess it? dogs can dig as well. <laughs> <laughs> Zero from two. Do goats even dig? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Look, I, I admire the bravery. Uh, well, we need to save this some respect with the last yes. one. Ainsley's in Albury. Ainsley, what's your pet's name? Um, Renoir. What was that? Renoir. Okay, like French, is it? Uh, is that a French? Can you spell that for us, Ainsley? I need the spelling here. What would it say on the, the name tag? I'm not actually sure how I spell it, but I think it's R-E-N-I-O-U-R. Okay. See, Renoir. It's hard if you can't spell it because when you go to the vet, <laughs> yes. do you know how vets now send out letters with the uh, pet's name on it as yes. if it's addressed to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't read. <laughs> Everyone knows what you're doing, vets. You're trying to be funny. But that's difficult if you can't spell it. Uh, Ainsley, the name Renoir, uh, who, who named the, the animal that? Was it you? Who named the animal that? Yeah. Um, I don't even know. 
I think the pet shop people did it. You know okay. what, dog? Yeah. I think dog, and I'm going to go one further and say a French oh. bulldog. Renoir's a French bulldog, you yep. reckon? Oh, so brave. Why do I? Why am I backing you when you got goat wrong before? <laughs> uh, but you know what? You've said it, Ainsley. Is it a French bulldog? No. Uh, is it a dog at least? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I was going to say guinea pig. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what this is it? <laughs> this game is. So, what is it? Yeah. A budgie. A budgie. Of course, it's a budgie. Mm. Renoir the budgie. That, zero from three, done. No, somehow zero from four, because we got the two wrong at the end there. And um, <laughs> what was our theory again? Well, we thought that we could figure out what animal it was from the pet's name. And do you know what? I think that theory, today at least, has been comprehensively disproven. Yes, well and truly. <laughs> well, you know what, Zach? I want to see you at the, the, the dog park tomorrow morning, bright and early. That's we- what I do, with a blindfold. <laughs> just trying to hear, hear names. <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you know those automatic car washes that you see around the place where you pay money, they have these big washes, mm. like the big brushes. Yes. And uh, you pay a certain amount of money and they wash your car. Yeah. I have an idea, Dom, where I feel like I can make those significantly better. Okay, well, uh, what needs to be improved on? At the moment, you you pay your, your money, yes. you go and you get your car washed and you come up with a clean car. What's the problem? Uh, it takes way too long, doesn't it? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, don't you have to, like, sit in there for, like, 10 minutes it and, does. like, slowly go forward? It's and it's like, you know, there's all these rules, like, don't open your doors. Yep. You've got to put your aerial down. I'm not sure if that's a thing anymore, <laughs> but it was when I was a kid. But it's a bit of fun, though, because you get to see the, the brushes coming against the side of the car and the high-pressure hoses. I think it's all in great fun. Um, well, if that's your idea of fun, I guess so. <laughs> but I think we can streamline the process. Okay. What do you mean? What we need to do. Yeah. In tunnels. <laughs> Yes. Is have high yes. pressure hoses on the sides of them <laughs> shooting in. Yes. So you go through at 60 or 80 or whatever it mm. is, and they get, you know, you go through, you get rinsed off. Yep. The next one drops. Uh, soap could be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would have a translucent soap. Right, okay. So you can see through the soap. Yep. And also, you need to make sure it didn't make the surface too slippery of the road. But th- we can iron these kinks out. Then we would have some sort of brush. That just come down low enough to touch the car, but you're still driving through. Yeah, yeah. You've got to stay in your lane. Yeah. That's a big <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. a big thing that you have to do. Yep. Right? And then down the other end, the reverse. So you get the spray off again, you're clean, you're done. Here's the best part about it. Mm. It comes out of your toll. You see, that's genius. That's yep. what I was just going to say. You've thought this through really well. There is mm. only one floor. What's that? Most tunnels have numerous entrances. Do yes. you know what I mean? You don't want to come in at the drying phase. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to find no, a way. Well, to... What this would be is it, like you'd have the normal toll because you don't want to wash your car every time. That's true. Because if you were commuting through the toll, <laughs> yes. you don't want to do it every day. You'd have a separate lane. <laughs> yeah. How we have the transit lane. <laughs> We have a cleaning lane as well. Wouldn't that work so well? well? I mean, maybe, but you'd really, you need to put a wall up between the lanes because otherwise I'm going to get splash back from you getting yeah, the car free wash. free car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for the segment that celebrates the weird and wonderful things that Dom Googles. This is Dom's Google history. The way this works is I've been through Dom's week of Google searches. Mm. I've picked out my favourite three. And Dom, you need to tell the people of the country why you Googled what you Googled. Okay, let's get into it. Our first one was Googled at Monday at 3.11am. How do ants know where food is? (laughs) That's, um... There's a bit of an ant problem in my kitchen, or at Mm. least there was last night. I went up there... And they are like in single file. Like they are dead on target to that food. But why does that surprise you? Well, how did they know? How did they find it? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. 
When you hear a sound, yes. how do you know where the sound comes from? <laughs> well, I get, but I think my senses are more developed than ants. But they obviously have senses. Well, they'd have some. I'm just, I'm just confused that they all know where it was. Do you know what I mean? They really work well as a team together, ants. What did Google say? Uh, Google basically said, yeah, that one will like, go back. It's like the adventurer and tell everyone else there's food over here. Mm. How cool is that? Yeah, I guess so. And it's, I'm glad that at 3 a.m. in the morning, you're having a good time in your kitchen. <laughs> I just thought it was, I mean, I don't know. I, I might have learned that about ants in primary school, but I'd forgotten it. Next thing you Googled, Thursday at 1.06 a.m. Is it weird to stay friends with your teachers? <laughs> when you Googled that, was the result just like capital letters? <laughs> yes. No, it was the opposite of that. I found it. No, it wasn't. It was. No, you would have had to search through a few articles. <laughs> no, so this came up because we were talking on the show, I think it was Thursday night, about how I've stayed friends with the few teachers from mm. high school. Very weirdly. <laughs> I wondered if it was weird, so I wanted to get Google thoughts. The first thing I found was like a teacher Reddit forum, right? Mm-hmm. I was reading through it, and all the teachers were saying, totally normal. Any I, of the students? I didn't get a student's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> that probably sums it up. <laughs> All right. uh, but look, a big shout out to uh, Mr. Kelly if he's listening in. I think we're catching up for coffee later in the week, so looking forward to that. The last one, Monday at 9.05pm. When are you too old to start skateboarding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you thinking okay. I'm strapping on the knee pads, are you? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that I was going to get... It, it was more that I just... I was talking to somebody who told me that they'd taken up skateboarding recently, and yep. they're in their, like, early 20s. Yeah. And I was wondering, how, like, I've always assumed that that ship sailed for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That because I didn't skateboard as a teenager, I've missed the boat. What a more accurate Google search for you would have been yeah. is, um, am I too uncoordinated to skateboard? <laughs> and the answer would have been yes, most I, definitely. Oh, I am not that uncoordinated. I could oh, skateboard. No, you couldn't. You were a skateboarder, weren't you, as a, as a as teenager? As a teenager, yep. And uh, do you reckon you go to the skate bowl on a Thursday afternoon and uh, your school friends are there? Do you reckon I'd fit in with that crowd? Um, it wouldn't really matter because you wouldn't be there long. <laughs> you would be on the floor. <laughs> calling mum. Calling your mum <laughs> or the ambulance in like 30 seconds. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And the price of admission at the Collective Noun Forum, in our opinion, is very competitive. You will not find a forum with a more competitive price offer. Reasonable. Reasonable. Is how I'd describe it. All you have to pay is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store, and then you're in. You can write whatever you want in the, the review section, and we'll read it out on the show. Uh, Zach, we're starting with King Julian Boogie this week. Uh, mm-hmm. A great person to hear from. I've been wondering how his royalty has been going. Yes. His uh, highness. The coronation was great. I, I loved what you wore that day. Yes, well, it was a new shirt. And, yeah. um I hope the king looked favourably on it. Well, uh, look, King Julian wants uh, to say that it's a good show, but apparently, in his opinion, and obviously everyone's entitled to their own opinion, mm. the uh, the music that the, we play on the radio show interrupts the show. And okay. he would rather the show without the musical interruption, which is why he stumbled on the podcast. That's best of both worlds, isn't it? Mm. I mean, if you like music, you can listen to the music uh, show. Yep. If you don't want the music, listen to the podcast. Well, that's it. Everyone wins. You know what? And maybe if you don't have time to listen to the real show, but you do like the music, maybe we should put in bits where you should pause and just play a Guy Sebastian song. That's actually a good idea because yes. then you can put your own music in if you want it. <laughs> oh, that's true. You all know right. what I mean? So what is in maybe if I just say, all right, we're wrapping up now, go to the next song. Yeah. And then you can fire your song off. You can make this sound like a radio show of your own building. What would your ideal radio show be, Dom? Do you mean music wise? Yeah. Uh, we probably back to start- back buble. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a feature Does we do every day. he have enough music to fill a show? <laughs> or would you just be playing um, 
What's his Christmas one? Uh, which one? There's so many. I'll ba- be coming home for Christmas. Christmas, baby, please come home is my favorite. Yeah. Would um, it just be that back to back? You'd have to include Sway. I mean, that's one of his absolute classics. And you'd probably put a bit of the Shrek soundtrack in there. <laughs> Shrek 2, uh, Accidentally in Love would definitely make it. You know, I'd probably put some Celtic music in, some, uh, some Scottish and Irish Yeah, there's music. not enough FM radio shows. <laughs> Playing bagpipes. Uh, you know, and just some, some soundtracks, some instrumental stuff. You know, that would be my... I don't know how it would sound, though, us coming off to play our Where Did You Come From off the back of some instrumental Scottish music. It would work. It would work. You know what? Maybe we can look at that down the track. Uh, our next review is from Krause Mouse, who uh, says that they love the podcast and the videos and wants to know if we've tried the sanitarium, vegetarian sausages, and gluten-free options. And what I love about this, Zach, is they've catered to both of our dietary requirements. That's right. And uh, we're very particular about that. <laughs> Well, look, I got diagnosed with celiac recently. If you if you haven't heard that on the podcast, I can't have gluten. Mm. And you are, what's your relationship status with vegetarianism? Still flirting? Um, are you more committed yet? You know what? We've been caught together a few times. We've been, <laughs> uh, our friends are asking us what's going on. Is this thing official? Yep. Well, we've been exclusive for a couple of months. It's been Seriously? a couple of months since I've had meat. Have you, uh, have you stayed faithful to vegetarianism in that time the whole time? I have. Mm. Um, it's going well. I haven't had any meat substitutes. Right. Like I just take meat out of things. I haven't put anything else back in. Okay. Right. So I haven't had any tofu. I don't think I've ever had tofu or not that I remember. Mm. Um, yeah. So these sausages, I haven't tried them and I don't know. I do have friends who are vegetarians and they're like, yeah, I don't know if they're those sausages, but they're like, yeah, some of them are really good. Right. Okay. But uh, to be honest with you, I don't know what it is. And that makes me feel, I guess I don't know what sausages are yeah. to begin with. In general, a beef sausage, you don't know what's in that. So it's no yeah, different. Yeah, I guess it's no different. It's the sausage experience. You, you go in with mystery. And I love that about sausages. Yeah, maybe I'll give them a go. Yeah, give it a shot. And also, good plug for sanitarium. Uh, I don't know if you work for sanitarium and Krause Mouse, but I'm sure their gluten-free options and vegetarian sausages are great. Love up and goes. <laughs> I've had enough and go in years. Yeah, actually, I don't drink up and goes. <laughs> I don't drink milk, but I did at one stage. Uh, so thank you very much there. Uh, and Jay Hodges, 22, is our last review on the forum today, Zach. Uh, they want to say that they drive over three hours every day for university, and our podcast has become their daily binge during the drive. That's unbelievable that you drove that far for university. Mm. Massive kudos to you. <laughs> because there are people who live on campus yes. who decide, I'm not going to this lecture. Oh, my goodness. I would use <laughs> the slightest oh. excuse to get out of going to uni. It does not take much. I'd be like, if you just squint towards the horizon, <laughs> I think there's a cloud over there. <laughs> Looks like rain. You know what? <laughs> Netflix at home. I've got to say, if like if you, I lived three hours away from university, or an hour and a half. Well, I think it's an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half away from university. I would not have gone to a single class. Mm. I didn't go to many, um, but it would have been even less if there was that distance. So, look, credit to you, Jay Hodges, and... Uh, look, I, I just hope that maybe we can make it easy for them. Should we get into contact with the uni dom mm. and be like, we're helping out students. We're oh, making the commute better. I can get an honorary degree. Yeah. Can we get something like <laughs> commending that? My mum has been very upset that I have not finished university. Is degree. she actually? Very upset. Really? Really upset about it. Yeah. Why? What'd she say? I think she didn't study when she was younger and wished that she had of. Ah, um, so she so... thinks she might regret it. Yes. Isn't your mum studying though? Yeah, she was. She, she went back to uni in uh, her mature age. She did. And she really enjoyed it. She would have been the classic mature age student, no doubt, asking a lot did of questions. Did she do the whole degree? Uh, yeah, she did. She got a Bachelor of Social Sciences, I believe, was the name of her official degree. So what? She was there for three years. Yeah, did the what, whole doing thing. doing it full time? Yep. And uh, we were quite proud of her. Went along to her graduation. It was the other way, normally the other way around, you know what I mean? The parents at the kids' graduation. But was, it was this the day. same time you were at uni? Yes, it was. <laughs> so what? You guys were cramming together. <laughs> 
staying up late. Yeah, no, pretty much Macca's runs, that sort of thing. It was uh, it was fun times. Mm. Um, I mean, more time for you to hang out with your mum, which <laughs> who would have thought that you could squeeze it in? Um, but yeah, look, I, and I just want to say to Jay Hodges, uh, 22, uh, because they have mentioned that they binge the podcast, Zach. And I think that is something we should pick up on. How is the best way to consume? Like, do you think we should be advocating responsible consuming of the podcast? I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching a TV show mm. that was made for Netflix. Right. So it was never on normal TV. Yep. It has only ever existed on Netflix. Mm. And I was like, what's the definition of binge now? Because like... You know, am I meant to watch one? I don't think I am. I think yes. I'm meant to watch a couple, so therefore I'm not binging. Right, okay. So what's the serving suggestion of the Collecting Noun podcast in one sitting? Right, well, this is what I thought with TV shows. Yeah. I thought, well, a movie goes for 90 minutes. Do you know okay, what I mean? that's so true. So I was like, that's three episodes, Yep. and I reckon that is the serving size of TV. Okay. I'm tending to think that 90 minutes is what we recommend for the podcast as well. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't do long podcasts. So that's no, so like... you'd only, you can only listen once a week to all of them. Right, okay. <laughs> so if you're listening to this bit by bit, stop it. No, you can do that if you want. I'm just okay, saying, right. you know, that's a nibble. Yep. That's, you know, doing it one at a time. <laughs> but if you want a full meal of the podcast. Yeah, on Friday. Sit just down on a Friday. Smash it all out. <laughs> all right, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Uh, if you do want to get on the Collective Noun Forum, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave your five-star rating as your ticket price on. Whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out later in the week on the show. Uniting uni students all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. Dom, I was perusing a news site uh, earlier today, mm. and a headline caught my eye. I was surprised that you hadn't raised this with me earlier in the day. Okay. I thought once I saw this, uh, or sorry, once you saw this, yeah, yeah. you would contact me. It would be one of the first things you talked about when we saw each other. So what, you, you expected to see this news story and then quickly see your phone light up with my name calling you. 100%. News. And okay. when I saw it and realized that you hadn't told me about it, mm. joy filled my heart that I would be able to share this news with you. You're the bearer of good news for me. I'm looking forward to this. This is the headline that caught my eye. Giant Kinder Surprise Eggs have finally <laughs> arrived in time for Easter. What do you mean? Did you hear this? No. There's a new product. It's called Kinder Surprise Maxi Eggs. Yeah, yeah. And they are five times the size of a normal egg. Who, which which publication's running this? Uh, news.com. <laughs> well, firstly, news.com, like, this is not new. Every what? Easter, they st- they put out massive Kinder Surprise eggs. Not just eggs. No, 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 no. Not those, though. I know the ones you're talking about, yeah, but yeah. they're not actual giant eggs, though. What do you mean? They're like, aren't they like artificially supported oh, no, no. by plastic? <laughs> those are the massive ones. So I know the full Kinder range pretty well. You've I know. Your... Well, because we should highlight <laughs> yes. uh, the unofficial ambassador. <laughs> they haven't asked for that. You've appointed yourself to the role. And that's why yeah. I was so surprised. I thought you would have a Google alert for Kinder. <laughs> And you're getting um, a lot of stories about um, German children, and you had to specify <laughs> Kinder Surprise. Hold on. So can you tell me again how big a... So compared to a normal Kinder Surprise egg, which I guess is like... I guess the size of a normal egg. How big is the are these ones? Five times. So I guess Emu egg <laughs> is the size, <laughs> size we're talking about. Okay. I feel like I've seen something like this before. I mean, it's... Are you sure you didn't dream it? <laughs> Kinder chocolate does pop up in my dreams a little bit, actually. I would have thought so. Um... So when it, hold on, how much are these going to cost though? Because this is the thing I've been retailing for eight dollars. See, this is why I like this news, mm. right? I've been furious about Kinder Surprises for so long. Because mm. you know how much a Kinder Surprise will set you back? I would have no idea. <laughs> And I think that's the appropriate <laughs> response of someone in their 20s. Okay, it'll be like, uh, I reckon the cheapest you'll find a Kinder Surprise is maybe $2. Right. Normally about $2.50 to $3 they'll retail at. Mm. And you know the issue with that is I couldn't care less about the toy. I want the chocolate. Yes. Basically, I'm paying $3 for a bit of chocolate. So if you're going to give me a lot more chocolate for a better price, I'm happy with that. Now, in the past, Dom, I have 
really giving you a hard time a little bit at liking Kinder Surprises. I've oh said my gosh. that they're for kids. Have you got one for me here? I don't have one for you, but I am happy to bury the hatchet yeah, yeah. and to say, it's okay, you as an adult, you can like Kinder Surprises if you Thank want. You. But after these new ones have come out, um, they're coming out in two different varieties, and I just yep. want to know which variety you'll be buying. Okay. Uh, there's the Barbie one or the Smurfs <laughs> one. Which one's more up your alley? Okay, I'll be honest. It doesn't sound like an adult's chocolate when the two varieties are Barbie and Smurfs. I'll put you it? down for a Barbie. <laughs> oh, that is all we got time for on the show. Um, so when did you say this is going on sale, sorry? Uh, now, apparently. Now, all right. I'm going to find an all-night supermarket <laughs> straight away. If you want to hear the whole podcast, uh, search for Collecting Down on iTunes. You can download the show there. Till tomorrow night, that's us now. Bye. <laughs> From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.